Unfortunately for Keltron, the uh, master musician behind that, and I've added, of course, production, mixing, mastering, and vocals. However, uh, you know, that track was probably about 10 years ahead of its time. Because it's perfect for today. You know, I don't know why that is. It is. It is. It's going at a different speed. I'm going at a different speed. And uh, trying to keep, um, you know, going and don't let this uh, situation, you know, put me into uh, incapacitation. And, you know, which it's trying like the devil to do, to put me into incapacitation. What is it? Incapacitation? It's trying to put me in incapacitation, but that's not what I want. It's just trying to kill me. It's trying to beat me down to where I just say, you know, I, I look around and I see these people. I'm like, I can't believe it. I, Twitter, I woke up today. I saw tweets by me that I, did, I didn't recognize. And I, I just didn't think I could you know, write that bad. I didn't, or that incoherently. But apparently I, uh, I must have drank too much and, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, too much, too much uh, weed or something. I, I, just, I, I have no explanation, but I mean, it didn't even seem like me. So that's, you know, a warning to me to knock it off because God knows what I could have said. You know, and I threatened somebody or done something like that. You know what I mean? And and I said, I don't even remember doing it. So we got to be, you know, careful that they don't force us to self-medicate, you know. And, and my self-medication is basically, um, is, is basically, uh, 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 it's based on, okay, three things. One, age. Two, um, long COVID, which is a thing, you know, and it's not talked about that much, but it is a thing. And I believe that, uh, I did, you know, well, see, it's, it's a little iffy because it could be age, you know, whatever. And, and, uh, so, so that, and I, I went to, um, a holistic doctor here. And filled out this whole thing about, you know, basically what they're trying to do is gauge this, you know, from your responses, what your serotonin, dopamine, you know, you've heard me talking about this, epinephrine and other, you know, chemicals uh, may be. And uh, so I failed the test. I, you know, I got, you know, uh, every, every, I, I, I failed the test by 100%. And so... I took a what they call a Myers cocktail, an IV drip, and uh, that kind of made me feel good for like another day or so because I thought, well, maybe this is anemia, but if it's anemia, I already know what it is. So I'm struggling with these, you know, I don't want to give all the health issues away to the to the other side. <laughs> and they'll work very hard to get rid of me. You know, and I think, you know, it's in God's hands, of course. But um, 
you know, a couple of, uh, you know, definitely a couple of issues uh, health-wise that um, could be causing an anemic reaction that could be also draining brain chemicals or they just could could be something that runs in the family, just, you know, uh, where you have... A lot of people have these... Um, I don't want to call them receptors because it's what you're trying to do is you're trying to not have the dopamine, you know, the reward, uh, you know, the drug, right? The, the euphoria you get when you take amphetamines or cocaine. You want the dopamine, but you don't want the drug effect. You know what I mean? And so, and so you, you know, one study that I read, of course, this has got nothing to do with drugs. Um, uh, talks about music and how music can affect the dopamine. And so when I was writing, I, I kept kind of, I don't know what project, I think this was a long synopsis I was writing for um, for an upcoming film project. Anyway, I was writing a lot, and I kept like falling asleep and, you know, I just kept trying to... So I just cranked the music on full, total, you know... I started moving my body around. Like I was really getting into it, like, you know. And it worked. It had a, a temporary effect, but it worked. You know, it worked. Um, I used to use music to blot out my editor, you know, because there's plenty of time to edit. But when you're composing something, you know, say write, writing, uh, uh, songs I don't, you know, like, the winged one here, the lyrics, what I do is I go along and I try several lyrics out per, you know, next thing. And then we need a chorus. I, you know what I mean? It's kind of, you know, I have the, the timeline in front of me on the mixing uh, console. And so as I go along, I, um, you know, we'll put in, you know, different lyrics and then throw those out, try another one. You know what I mean? It's a very fluid, it's not like sitting down and writing lyrics in in verse form, you know, in a separate piece of paper, then coming back to the mix, then seeing if it fits. Well, the way I do lyrics is I have to see if it fits as we're going along, like, and feel it, like, what the song, and then, and then have some, some lyrics. Usually, and that always, I get, you know, a lot of people really like the lyrics, so, um, you know, the way I get that is by, by being more immediately in the moment, and like what the song needs right at that point. And I think I've gotten Kelly to do that a little bit as well, although she likes to write things down, but then you know, she realizes that I think in the last couple of times of collaborating, she realizes that, uh, yeah, it's very, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> you can write whatever you want down, but things get, and put whatever chord progression you want or anything, but it gets, you know what I mean? It gets, it's, it's, you're on a journey. And it's it's still a blank page, but I, but I like to just try out a lyric and then on ah, you know then try and then so what I'll do is I'll sing the lyrics. Forget about a writing. I don't write anything down. I write no lyrics down. I sing them, and then if that doesn't work, I go come up with another one, and then I work my way across that timeline little by little, and then I play it back and then you know do it again to wherever I feel those are weak or you know it doesn't always work. Doesn't always work. Lately, I haven't been able to do a thing because, like I say, you know, it's to really get some work done, you really have to be, you know, motivated. And to be motivated, you have to have your brain in, in gear. 
And, um, you know, so I've, 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 uh, you know, I've, I've done that. Um, and then you have to, you know, manage the, uh, you know, the decline or the end of your country, which is a hard thing to, 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 to be looking at. Oh, I see some snow down there. <clears throat> we had rain all night. And now I see it's turned to snow. It's coming. It's a coming. But anyway, so so that's you know the the method and then the way of um, you know dealing with the stress of the world right now or just the shock and horror of it has been probably a little too much on the self medicating side. But and I realize that you know and I'd, I'd love to get on top of this thing, you know. Um, But I don't know anyone who is on top of it. Are you on top of it? Like you're cruising, you know, you're confident and feeling good. And you got this thing. And some of that is is really a matter of blotting out the news. You know, it's hard to do around here because, you know, Trish reports a lot of stuff. And then I'm, I'm also getting, you know, myself from just being on the Internet. And um, and for preparing and you know everything I've seen lately has been bad. The the worst stuff I've seen has been the nuclear saber rattling between uh, Russia and Soros, because Soros is you know. And I talk to people and see this is why I may not stay on Twitter. I talk to people. I say, well, what do you think of the Soros empire? They say, what are you talking about? I say, well, the, you know the big the big play for Soros is. He owns the Ukraine. That's his, he's the king of Ukraine. That's, that's that and some EU countries, some other countries in South America. But it's, it's, it's the Soros empire. That's not the Soviet or the, it's the Soros empire. Since he's your boss, I think you'd know, right? So anyway, um, he called it the other day, the Sor- this is, you know, the Ukraine is the Soros empire. Not the American empire, not the proxy war. It's not a proxy war. It's a Soros is waging war using his um, puppets, you know, like Biden and the U.S., but also stealing all your tax dollars. And he does that with impunity uh, for Ukraine, but it doesn't go. What he does is it is he it goes through a money laundering process in Ukraine and it gets distributed all over the place, not just Ukraine. Ukraine's getting fueled by American weapons and know-how, Americans on the ground. But again, they work for Soros. They don't work for you. He called it the Soros. See, here's the thing that is driving me nuts. Now listen, please help me. I, I read about it, and I see him say it, and then I repeat it, and I get attacked. Uh, sun comes up. Oh, no, not, oh, God, don't attack him. Life exists. Oh, attack him. I breathed. Attack him. And it's the fact that 99% of the people don't know it's the Soros empire, even though I can find you like 50 incidents of Soros saying this on video on, you know, social media, and they don't mention the word Soros empire. Why is that? Why is it driving me nuts? Why? 
and they have all their little pet theories. The worst are the Democrats, though. I mean, the Democrats, I mean, I, I feel sorry for them. I, 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 you know, for the real partisan ones, you know, who keep saying yay for our side. Listen, buddy, and you Republican, there is no side. There's good versus evil. And, you know, the, the, the bottom line is on this nuclear thing, this could affect a lot of people and already is affecting the inflation, your pocketbook, your future, everything. That if you can't get a loan and have a small business, then that means the big guys take over. And what do you do? You work for that, and then they eventually just stick you in, you know, they stick you in boxes. They're going to put your children in little, you know, little dorm houses and say, you know, they're going to be like, well, you push this button, you do that, you do that. And, uh, and that's your life. And at a certain age, they'll euthanize you. And I think if they need you at all, why wouldn't people fight against that? Why, why are people not doing anything? That, a Soros empire, your money to Ukraine for Soros who launders it through his organizations. Oh, I mean, it, it looks like it's going to the military, but it, you know, it gets funneled into various funds and for various things, all of which seems Ukraine-related at first. But then some of it comes back to the DNC to candidates. Now, we've traced it, and I don't mind tracing it again. There are people out there with very uh, elaborate um, tracing graphs that you can look at, but people don't seem to, again, even to those, they say, well, that's all speculative. But even if, if that, okay, let's just take that off the table then. Okay, because that's just, you know, I mean, I, I can't prove it right now. I don't have the access to all that, you know, direct information, but I can say this. Right, that's my opinion, but I can say this. I can say that um, Soros called Ukraine the Soros Empire and was very proud of it and smiling and everything. Now, my next question would be, how do you like your sons and daughters dying for the Soros Empire? He's the, it's the Soros Empire. That's what he called it. And that's what he calls it. More and more letting that out of the bag. Of course, that would imply that he stole your money. Not the first time he's stolen money, but he steals money. That's why, uh, you know, Sam Bankman freed, uh, you know, doesn't go to jail because, you know, he's in the same club as Soros. Same family, same, same people, same... Right? So he's $250 million bail isn't any big deal, right? He's just lounging at home, right? He's not going to get a Bernie Madoff treatment because Bernie was, you know, I guess a little bit of a selfish or into his own thing. He wasn't really the club type in his Ponzi scheme. But as Sam Bankman Freed was, uh, you know, everything he was doing. No, no, you can't just bark right there. Everything that he was doing, um, you know. Okay, so now we got to do something about this here, Trish. He wants to stay here, you know, and ride shotgun, but then he just can't help inserting himself into the. There he goes. It's a powerful dog. 
I'm not, you know, I could never take on a puppy again like that. He's so very, okay, he got his toy now. That's what he wanted. Okay, good. So anyway, um, so that's one thing that irritates me when, you know, all I'm trying to do is make commentary and I've, social media has made me feel like killing myself. More than, no, I didn't say I'm going to kill myself. I said it makes me feel, you know, bad. And the reason is because I, I just, I mean, it's okay for some people. They do just great. And I, I'm beginning to think Elon Musk has a low IQ too. But I'm basing that on his responses to things and how he's running Twitter and I don't know, it's all just so sick I, I can't stand it anymore. But it's like, you know, there's the guy in the corner, there's the billboard with the guy with the glasses, you know? There's the guy in the corner. There are the people at the bus stop. There's the newsstand. You know, there's the... Uh, you know, the uh, car wash. There's the people in the in the grocery store. There's the sheriff with his truck. And I've seen these images and things so many times that um, I've learned that the order in which I see them and how I see them and how I perceive them every day, I realize they're, they're all used for some kind of control of the public. The timing of the lights on and off, you know, red and green. The things you see on the left or the right. The, uh, the same things online every day. You know, there's the uh, laptop and it opens up. There it is on Facebook or Twitter or one of these other ones. There's the news article of the day. There's these illegals on the, the border, and the, the COVID, and they're trying to get that going again. And there's New Zealand. And I, as I watch everything get clamped down, and I realize they're they're looking for that next opportunity to 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 really kill. And I, and you know we're not. We're not welcome in this planet. You understand that, right? Well, and a lot of the people that do feel welcome, they're not welcome either. I mean, if you're a human, you're not really welcome on this planet right now. The people that have the power and the money want you out of here. And if they have to do another COVID that's a million times stronger, they'll just do that and get rid of you. Or a nuclear war, or whatever it is, so that they can say it's your fault. You know, have you noticed how it's always your fault? No matter what you do, it's your fault. Whatever happened, this last storm, this is your fault, even though they know how to bring these little ice storms around uh, any day of the week through all their technology, and they've published it all, and there's patents on everything, and then people don't believe it. Oh, it's man-made. It's from animal farts. you got to quit eating meat. And I, I have no choice, but I've, I really... Um, I have to find a way not to see it anymore because 
I think my um, now my health already had problems, but now it's suffering because of of these people. They're making me die. They're killing me. They're the the what it is. It's the reaction that I goes through my body and my my nervous system when I encounter someone acting or talking like they do. You know, without reason, without common sense, with doubting their stupid theories and their stupid fucking bullshit all day and especially the ones that are considered learned leaders, people you need you should listen to. Like, you know, what we went through with the COVID, the C D C and the and the who and all that. And then they all turn out to be criminals. They all turn out to be Satanists, criminals, pedophiles. They're all going, you know, into the you know, drag screen drag queen story thing with kids. I no problem with adults. But now they use it for kids. And they're you know, it's just to loosen up the kids so they get ready to understand their function when you're kids. You gotta have sex with adults. That's the new rule. Can you stand a world like that? They're trying to bring that out. What, what's already there? What we've all gone through, or what I went through—a horrible time when standing up against that. Most people get killed, so I guess I should count my lucky stars. Even if you just raise your voice. You could be taken out. So now we're coming down to that confrontation. It could go one of several ways. One, God bless them, people fight back. So they go nuke or go. Um, I don't know how strong the people are. If they're, you know, I understood there was a problem in New Zealand where they fought back, it turned into, they ended up getting shot, killed. And so I'm like, okay. Okay, so we're at that point of just shooting and killing people. And the strange thing about the Zephyr report is, you can check this through the years. I mean, it's always been accurate. The, you know, but it's always been, like the first song I played, it's always been, you know, a decade or even more ahead of its time in terms of, um, you know, the events that confirm what I had said. Most of what I say comes from the spirit, from prophetic gift, you know, corroborated by news and other things. But, you know, I'm not really interested in that anymore. I used to be in the El Predictoville. I used to like hearing something in the spirit, like real faintly, then saying it and then seeing it happen. You know, I used to really feel close to God in a way when that would happen. But now I look at the entire Bible and I see it happening on that level, like like almost the entire Bible is prophesying this, you know, beginning, middle, and end of this story, you know, in a sense. And, you know, with, you know, some world history left out of, you know, Asia and 
you know, South America, you know, just various places. But seeing the simple words of John when he says, in the beginning was the word. I mean, I know I, I don't mean to be a broken record, but I just, I, I'm not going to be a broken record. I'm going to say something a little different about this today. It's, it's um, it's it, there's just something that keeps bringing me back to this, and I started writing a substack on it, and um you know I've been well, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, okay, so there's a a mouthful. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him, not anything made that was made. What they mean to say there is, nothing was made without him. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Is it possible then? And I understand, you know, we've had the Old Testament and the New, that man is made to not comprehend the light. Or is a man created because God can't create a fallen creature because he can't have anything to do with sin, really. So let's throw that one out in a little bit. Let's just move that to the side and say this. Man, so here's where I was going with my essay, is that man is meant to be fallen, meant, meant, okay, not fallen, meant to be blind to the truth. And will act accordingly in mass, because it says here, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. The light and the darkness is man, humanity. Now tell me where I'm wrong, because I can't, I read it a hundred times now, in him was life. No life without Jesus, right? In him was life. God created through the word. And the word was with God, but the word was God. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And then there, there, then in comes John, right? In, in verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Uh, the same came for, for a witness. So, that, so God's using John's witness. He uses me as a witness sometimes too, but I've, I'm not sure I'm the best witness anymore. To bear witness of the, I probably am, but I'm, you know, you can't be completely um, blown away by everything and be a witness. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, and that all men through him might believe. And he, he, John, was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. And he's, then he says, that was the true light, i.e. Jesus, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world, which is what, you know, repeating the Father's words, or the Logos words. He wasn't in the world 
And the world was made by him because it just said that through the word, God made everything that is made. And he, he was in the world and the world was made by him. So he's in the world and the world's made by him. You know, Jesus on earth, about to get baptized by John. And the world knew him not. Oh, that's perfect. Now I could just stop right there. He came in, okay, well, we go further. This is a lot of levels to it. He came into his own and his own received him not. Okay, so that, you know, can originally mean, you know, the Jews, the Hebrews, but ultimately it means he came into the world, the world, today's world, not yesterday, every, every moment of time's world, at every second of every day of this world, the world received him not. Because it says earlier, that he was the stone of the corner of the, 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 of the foundation of civilization, the foundation of this world, foundation of man as, 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 as man had become, the foundation of any of man's institutions, and that stone was necessary for the continuation and not the fall of these institutions and countries like, you know, say Rome and you know, so forth the Roman Empire. But that stone was rejected, meaning that kingdom could not stand without the cornerstone. You go all the way back through history and you'll find that accounts on people that knew a creator, they knew the creator. And they established their entire civilization on the creator. And then in the end they fell because they had fallen away from creator they had stopped uh worshiping they had stopped acknowledging they had stopped uh being thankful they had stopped you know uh the the you know the thing you do when you're in knowledge of the godhead you know being there and you being here but you know everything you do is seen right so you behave a little differently and those of us who try to be, you know, I mean, I've, with me, it's kind of like this. If I'm not with eyes on the Lord somewhat, I'm suffering. So I have a motivation to put my eyes on, not, not for righteousness sake of myself, not to show people, yeah, look, I got my eyes on God. No, no. It's just to help get through that. I can't get through that day. I just start uh, breaking down. So I have no choice. Uh, believe me, if it was for righteousness, like all these pastors and preachers and stuff, they're like, you know, but hey, get out of my... You know what I mean? I get my eyes on the Lord, I'm, I'm more righteous now. It's more like, I got my eyes on the Lord, I'm not going to put a bullet in my head. I got my eyes on the Lord, I'm not going to cry all day. Maybe half the day. I got my eyes on the Lord. Please, Lord, help us. I, I, I can't even talk anymore. The power of elocution has gone out of my lips because my brain is scrambled, Lord. And, but, but it's only scrambled because they are scrambled. They make no sense to me. How do they walk around? Because I'm, I'm also very, very cognizant of the fact that, uh, you know, um, without the Lord, I, I think, um, you know, going into a total rebellion, it's like when we saw 
Biden take office and just reverse everything Trump did without even thinking, you know, without thinking about it. He just, I want the reverse of everything. You know, I put it in a mirror. Thank you, Satan. And off we go. Everything backwards, right? Common sense, economic philosophy, new factories, you know, energy production, you know, just the normal, you know, just anything. No, punish the people, starve the people, kill the people. I promise now a big winner where people are going to die. I, you can't, I'm going to get even for last year. <laughs> and they cheer it on. Joe Biden is the best president in the history of the world, says Rob Reiner. Remember the meathead. And he really means it. And then they go and list the accomplishments of Joe Biden. And the, it, it almost looks plausible. Lord, someone has to help me now. I can't, I'm having trouble. I don't understand that, that list. It looks like he did this, he's got the immigrants, he's got this, that, and, and the only thing that's missing from the list is the fact that he bankrupted, you know, the everything. Meaning we don't have much time before they got to pull the trigger, right? Is it so big a thing to ask? Another question, please. Why are all these Satanists, first of all, they deny there's any Satan, so that's the big deal. They do rituals in front of you, and then they deny their Satanist, and then if you say anything about it, you could get in trouble. Why is that? That's just the way it is. But why are there so many of them that have gone beyond that, you know, that little denial, and gone all the way to, I believe in the utopia we have today. And um, when I encounter things like that, I, I, I realize I, Lord, how do I, what, what can I do to help, please? What can I say that would make a difference? This is. You know, Stanford University puts out a a list of names, the things, and, and you know, you know, nouns and adjectives and various, you know, pronouns, whatever, that you cannot say again. Like they're going to change language. I am, in I I'm a lover of the English language. I mean, it's one thing, one of the few things I have in my life. And oh, they're going to take that away too. So they wouldn't. They said that the word American is offensive. And among other things. I mean, you know, innocuous words that you'd never think. But I mean, American. So what would you say? You can say, uh, you know, a f- right? You know, any other country on earth except America. So what is America? 
And when I put out the truth, the patriots jump on my back. And they get mad. And they drop me as a friend because how could I say something about America is great, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to get it back. You're going to believe that. And I'm not grumbling. I'm just saying, but what if something exists and I say it exists? Is that bad too? If it goes against the narrative, it is. So you're just as bad as the Democrats. It's just that now the uh, patriot movement, is it? Is really, you know, they're coming after them, get rid of, make them all low IQ commie slave, along with everything. There's a new database that's formed that if you say something about COVID, you wind up in that database, you know, something against their narrative. Um, And I believe that they're implementing this, I'm pretty sure, in New Zealand. where they have an up-and-coming dictator, that woman, uh, Adern or Adhern or whatever. And they want to um, hunt down anyone that says anything about COVID that goes against the government narrative. And, you know, they're practicing for, you know, Nazi Germany in 1940 of, you know, yeah, you know, the truck comes up to the house and they put, you know, take, we're going to take you to a camp, you know, re-educate you. Uh, they're not going to take anyone to a camp. But that's what they're being listed for. And that would also involve top doctors in the world, you know, the very top, top people. Anyway, I will be back in a, in a second here. And I'm not sure what I can do. Uh, I'm going to have to put a little longer song on here. I'll be right back. approve 
but I'm not going back. I saw something. I saw another world. A world you've tried to block from me. From all of us. What do you need me for? Please. Do not keep throwing family, friends, and fans in my face. I don't care anymore. This is some kind of sick joke. Your sick joke. Wait a second. Stay away from me. Get your hands off me. I'm not going anywhere in that. What is that? Some sort of space bus? Never seen that before. Okay, I wanted to find uh, a track called the Shadowlands. Uh, but it's not here. I know it's on SoundCloud. I just have to go over there and get it. But anyway, look. Okay, well, never mind. It, I'm just trying to get the words concept right okay so in the beginning everyone lied you know uh to the world to the you know the innocence the pure hearts that you know kind of you know people that didn't have a inside clue on how things worked and all that you know they 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 acted like they were above board and they were our leaders and many of them went to, you know, uh, prep school and then to Ivy League colleges and or into the military colleges. And then they eventually um, became politicians and leaders to, to tell us what to do and which way to go. And they... Uh, didn't pose a problem then because they, you know, they, they kind of all looked like, you know, kind of semi-righteous people. They didn't seem abnormal. They didn't seem like they were lying. I mean, you know, they were lying, but I mean, it didn't seem, I, I don't know, it seemed like normal lies. I mean, you know, like affirming the society, morals, you know, routines, and uh, this was pre-industrial revolution and post-industrial revolution. And then now the digital revolution, which I guess is the, you know, the next, I, I guess the next industrial revolution, we're now the digital revolution. And um, 
And then things started unraveling where they would tell you something about the world that, and I know this is a technique because once people believe lies and they believe contradictions, then they're weak. They can easily be manipulated. So what they would say are things like, um, you know, two and two is five, you know, and uh, the, the gender thing came in very handy for this because it was, it enabled them to be able to say that uh, a man uh, can, can get pregnant and uh, a man can be a woman and, and a woman can be a man and children are supposed to choose their genders when they're very young. And the reason, I know, I know. But when you have access to the child's genitals and stuff and, and, and all that at that age, what do you think is going to happen? And then to accept that there was no, um, when there was child trafficking, an insane amount of sex trafficking in America. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable under Biden. It's just unreal. It's a mecca for pedophiles and even Satanists that want to, uh, you know, uh, torture and butcher the child. And then we were told that by Geraldo and, um, you know, Oprah, none of that exists. There is no such thing as Satanism not going on all over the place in secret societies where there's a secret group of pedophiles that run the world that uh, basically, you know, uh, <laughs> torture, molest, kill, whatever, children. Of course, that's ridiculous. And people that think that, are, are the, it's the right wing, it's, it's the white supremacists. So anyone that says anything that... Now the narrative switches every two months, but if you don't switch with it every two months, you're now the white supremacist, the pariah, the, 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 the excluded one. In our world of inclusiveness, we exclude people who are either, you know, against, say, you know, abortion, and by that I mean, you know, a healthy, robust abortion industry, who would be against... Um, well, for example, you have a lot of celebrities that, that they, they, they said they wanted freedom. They said that they, no, but I told you, you know, in my experience, you know, I told you they hated their fans, you know. And now they're all totalitarian. You don't take the jab. You need to be in jail. You need to be locked in your house. You need to be taken to jail. You need to be taken to an internment camp, a re-education camp. And even after the jabs have been proven to be unsafe and we see children die and 20-year-olds die and things like that, you know, then they say, if you say anything now, you're going to be rounded up. I don't care if it was proven wrong. I don't care if uh, two and two is four. I don't care if, you know, the sun you know, sets in the West. I don't care about science, biology, or computer science for that matter, or ethics, or philosophy. I don't care anymore. You do what we tell you when we tell you, or you're gone. And even if you do what we tell you, you're gone. 
So that is a very radical change, at least in my lifetime. I, it's, um, it's happened so fast that uh, I realized that all these people that were there, you know, half the world at least, have been prepping for this for many years. Teachers, um, leaders, you know, politicians, states. Because at some point we have to tell the world there is no democracy, a representative republic, there is none in the world. We run it. As Klaus Schwab said when he finally made his announcement, I'm getting hurt now by that. We are the rulers. We are the rulers. We are the rulers. And every government on earth, you know, obeys that. Bill Gates says the next one is going to kill 30, billion, 30 million people. And then he just walks out of the studio a free man. While he's telling you that he, he's working on engineering a, uh, you know, viruses. I guess, you know, all these viruses being engineered, they're announcing that. And he says the next one will kill 30 million people. And, and he, there's no... No reaction. People just go ahead and die. I predict that to the very end of this, even if you have a billion die, the citizens of the United States will prosecute you for saying that, if you notice it. So now we have to go ahead and say, okay, let's start over. Let's start over. So there is no language anymore. You know, I mean, there's no set of facts that you can kind of rely on. It's, you know, I live here. This is this country. This, you know, like the CIA writes up the facts about each country. There is no set of facts anymore. And I'm having a hard time with that. I've always been someone that you know would prove things by words, concepts. I'm told now the words don't count anymore. Whatever anyone's, it doesn't matter what they say. It matters what is their rank when they say it. That's what matters. So when people contradict themselves and leaders contradict themselves, they they pass over it, they ignore the reporter's question, say in the, the White House briefing, to say that, um, you know, um, and switch the subject and do any number of things to defend Biden the liar. They just, you know, he lies, and then they cover up for him, and the news media just goes, uh-huh, and they write it down. But isn't it hard, news media, to write uh, contradictory lies and justify it in your, how do you do that? So what are kids supposed to do? Going to school. Well, there's no school anymore, so it's really indoctrination versus um, not indoctrination. And if, you, if you're not indoctrinated, then you're a pariah, and you know, the state needs to get rid of you. You become an enemy of the state. If you do your own thinking, you become an enemy in the state.
the election fraud. Well, you know, let, let me get back on track here. Let me let me just erase this last hour and just kind of get into. Would you leave me, Trish? Is there any way that you guys? I know, but I'm having a lot of trouble here with the. I'm sorry. Yeah, he keeps jumping up and down here, and it's it's he's big now, and it's just like he's banging into me and trying to keep going. Usually, when there's a decent word, I it gets said. There may be a time where I'm not able to be here, and if that happens, though, you know, um, just know that I will be back in another form. And if no one else wants to take care of business, I will. (laughs) I mean, I'm the meek now. I'm just the meek. And the only power that I've got is when I handle the word, which is a sword. And the Lord told me today it was time for warning you know, but save your breath, they won't listen. First time in my life I've ever heard the Lord tell me not to warn. Warn people they don't repent, you know, so I, this must be close to the, some kind of end because, you know, it's kind of like in, in uh, when Abraham kept asking the Lord, you know, if there were, you know, 25 righteous, would you burn down the whole town and kill everybody? Uh, for the 25. No, no, not for 25. He got down to 10. If there were 10 righteous, would you... And then the Lord said nothing. He just walked away. And that was regarding the, the, the uh, you know, the new king of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and um, the whole story about Lot's wife turning to glass. Or a pillar of salt, they said, but it's like, you know, it's like glass. And... Um, you know, so the Lord will preserve for his remnant, you know. But the next question I have is, why, God, did it become like that? Is this Was this supposed to be like this? And then I go back to John 1. Yes, it is, but when I start writing it in Substack, try to explain it to people, you know, that people are supposed to be like this, I just can't quite do it. Because it, I don't want to tell you Why? It's because no one's going to read it. And if they do, they won't be able to comprehend it. Because there's a little bit of a contradiction in, in it, but it's really more of a paradox. But they, they'll just, their brain will fizzle out. You mean, God created man and everything that was created and, and the light was in the darkness and, and, the, and created everything but but uh, but was rejected. So man was created to reject God, and but there were people that could perceive God and accept and, and go with God and see 
and these were made into the sons and daughters of the Most High God. And they would be on the earth as a witness, because that's what, right, John the Baptist is. So you'd be like a witness, like John, you're the same, same spirit pretty much. And, and, you know, this spirit, this Elijah spirit, would be like a witness and kind of like the Holy Spirit that convicts us of our sins and warns us when we're doing wrong, right? It's kind of like a elevated consciousness and into the spiritual realm that, that uh, also comforts us when we're feeling rejected by our families and rejected by society and rejected by our friends and rejected on all sides pretty much and betrayed on every level. And and uh, you know spoken about with 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 words that are not true. And then we go to Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, and he goes, you know, rejoice when that happens, for the same thing happened to the prophets and the saints of old throughout this entire timeline. So if that's your response from the world, if that's what's happening to you. Rejoice, because now you can count yourself. That's your proof, because you're bearing witness that this is not happening to your neighbor. It's not happening to the guy down the street. You're a nice guy. You're a good woman. You know you you know you've done nothing wrong, but now you feel guilty for everything. And, and sometimes people might, if this happened to you at a young age, you 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 know, which why shouldn't it though? Same spirit should happen to you at a young age too. Why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you develop a complex that that takes on guilt of people? You know, that takes on their guilt and their shame, so they scapegoat you to cover up what they're doing. So at a young age, you learn it's always your fault, and the world is an abuser. People in that category don't really get much love, and they usually just wind up, um, you know, dying early. Their, their, their families call them a burden to the family, and then the Lord, yes, you must, if, or else it's over. Oh. And I got to try to finish this thought. So if this happens at a young age, you start learning to take the guilt. So if someone d- does something wrong around you, you go, it's my fault. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Look out in the end. I can see just about all of you. So you would say, so, you know what I mean? So when you're a kid, you learn to do that. You, it's your fault. You're being trained to take on the guilt for the group. And this is simply, and when you get older, you're, you're supposed to be able to discern that though it's not your fault, and you're not seeking to just go around taking the blame or be like Jesus, you're going to die for their sins, but that spirit of Christ is in you. And even though the, the, the thing may be, uh, it may be, what is the word? It may be amplified, you know, in a child taking on guilt of other people. 
an abuse victim, of course. You know, someone that gets abused and learns to, uh, you know, take the blame. The black sheep is really the pure one, but the black sheep learns to take the blame and be the bad boy, the bad girl. The bad seed, when in reality they're the good seed. Because the the other seed is worthless, right? You know what I mean? The only only thing you could do as a as a worlder is you know, I I don't even know if you could see the Lord. But if you could see the Lord, then repent, I suppose, and then you are, you know, I'm so sorry this is happening. The reason it's happening though, the the, the this exaggerated attack is happening because of the word. And we're not able to get the word out. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a really, um, you know, it's okay, though, because, uh, you know, if we're meant to, to be like, people should just have the word, then you, you know, it, you'd have it all the time. And, if you go too long without the word, the truth, I think it's it's hard to maintain your sanity. I mean, it's hard to maintain, let's say, mental health. Mental health being kind of a, a balanced state of mind, a balanced situation, you know. And as we get older, we get more and more things, you know, physical things we have to put up with to cope with that could also damage mental health. And, Mental health can be preserved with Christ, with faith, with faith in the Lord, because it's, you know, you're constantly, you know, turning to the Lord for, um, you know, for guidance. And then that, that becomes, you know, the look of stability, the, 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 the way of stability. Um, it doesn't do us any good to flip out at all this. And as Peter said, you know, why do you marvel as, the, as these things happen? This is, he says, this is supposed to happen. You know, rejoice in it. And then that somehow becomes the, you know, way of mental health. To rejoice in the persecution because it happened to the Lord, but not because it happened, because there's a reason why it happened. And that God made the world, you know, as it says in John 1, he made people to be like they are. And uh, there may be times in history where people repented or they felt bad for what they had done or whatever. But today it seems that people are very proud of uh, you know their deeds, but their deeds align with the government. They do what the government tells them, and they're very proud. The government was boasting the other day about how at uh, West Point they were they were you know going woke, and you could already see that from the band that they had that they're 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 definitely going into this whole <clears throat> of social justice woke thing, which again when you know the source of it, then, of course, then it breaks the spell. If you don't know the source of it, you want to join up because you don't want to be the one being pointed at, especially if you're white or whatever, you know, getting into racism. 
Racism has always been used for control. And it's, 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 it's never really about, you know, the racists. Racists have to be trained, you know, to take control. If you're, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not going to be at this point the white people having control. It'll be the, maybe the black people having control, except for the one thing is, you know, the black people problem is that they've, uh, taken so many out with abortion that there's, um, you know, that the, looks like the Latinos will take over. But, you know, when you blend everyone together, it's like, well, why would we want to get all uptight and racial and all that? Why? We see each other as human beings. And then they say, well, you're, you're not taking responsibility for, for your heritage or your, for being a, a white supremacist. You're not, you're not willing to talk about race. Therefore, you are a racist. So I'll talk about it all day long. But first, I want to start off by saying, you're the racist. And it begins with you, and I want to hear everything you have to tell me about it. And when you hear it, you know, you, you go, yeah, okay. And is there slavery today? Yes, it's terrible. More slavery today than ever before. Oh, I see. But you're not allowed to talk about that because that means you're a racist. You're against talking about the... Uh, you know, the real core of this issue. And, and you know, which is, you know, the, the evil of the United States, mainly, you know, the southern states, in enslaving black people and, you know, doing great harm in, in, you know, to them and, and their lineage and so forth and so on. A blight on America, but also, <clears throat> you know, a blight on Africa. For and a blight on all Muslim countries, and a blight on uh, Europe and Eurasia. A blight, a blight, a blight on. Well, let's just if there's a blight on slavery and people that w would have slaves, why can't we look at you know the people that had slaves then and have them now? Why can't we look at it and say, here's what's going on with slavery? We all need to lend a hand. To fix it, because we're all brothers and sisters, right? Because we're humans. But the governments of the world don't want you to think that way. God may want you to see it that way, but they don't. And they want vengeance for something you, you had nothing to do with except of your skin color, which has nothing to do with history. And so you see... This whole thing that they're doing, it, it requires a certain... not just gullibility is a certain spirit to it. But I can tell you where it ends. I mean, I'm not here to, you know, it's here, I accept it. There's nothing I can do about it. I, I know that they would, you know, love if we'd all just kill ourselves and get out of their way. I know they, they don't want, to, you know, the, the elderly around, you know, they really don't. They, uh, they, they, they really, the attitude now is, you know, all book learning is racist. So they're trying to return them to a kind of a, a feral, maybe a feral state. And this is in, in uh, anticipation of the great sacrament of eating humans, which is coming, which is in their playbook. Meanwhile... <laughs> So that's what's been, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's been very, very difficult to, I ask, you know, everyone that I talk to about this, 
has no answer for it, has, is not able to resp- They can give me comfort, scriptures, you know, we can talk, but I can see they, every single one, is struggling with it themselves. That's my point. And they're not able to, to, to I, even now, I'm not able to really present it the way I'd like to uh, because of John 1. There's like this little contradiction in there we're not really looking at. And so I withheld the substack. And I withheld John 1. I withhold the entire scripture of the word of God, what, probably the best scripture in the entire Bible. I withhold it. Because I want to find out whoever heard it in the first place. I want to understand why people can't seem to understand it. I want to know why we can't have that. And I want to know what these pastors are doing in their churches when they go over. You know, I know they don't like John. I know they, they, uh, they, they're pretty well tolerant with, you know, John 8, let's say, you know, accusing them. The, you know, the elderly, you know, the, the Jews, the establishment Jews are being Satanist. And I don't mind that because, you know, there's been a lot of <laughs> hatred via religion. But when it gets to John 15, 16, and particularly 17, they fall apart. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to teach that. You look at theology books, they all choke on it. Why is that? Or they choke on, you know, Luke seventeen twenty one. Or they choke on, um, you know, the the, the the things that could help us to understand what our unit, what our world is. Because I guarantee you, if you look at the Bible honestly, you will see your world and the arbitrariness of man. It's like, okay, well, let me. And the depth of evil, of course, is what we're talking about today. Let me go ahead and, 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 and you know, show me the man, and I will show you the crime, you know, in this Kafka-esque world. You're guilty, and you're not allowed to be proven innocent. Alex Jones. You're guilty, but you're not allowed to be proven innocent? You're guilty, and you're not allowed to put on a defense. What? You're guilty uh, of being five miles away from the Capitol building, but we're going to give you, you know, 10 years in jail because you posted on social media that the government needs to be, you know, replaced. And you can say, well, I meant voting. And they say, oh, no, you didn't. Bye. You know. So what they're looking for, what it really is, is this. There are no governments. Okay, please. <laughs> Got to wake up. There are no governments. There never has been. Oh, that's scary. When what they show you in terms of success stories and, you know, icons and rock stars and Academy Awards and all this stuff, they're just showing you their private propaganda world, that you live in a place that, you know, you could be that person. And the person that comes from, uh, 
you, you know, nowhere. And he can go to the top, and you know, and, 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 and uh, I saw this movie. Well, let's lighten it up. I, I'm sorry. I've, I've really, yeah, I wrote incoherently here. But it was coherent, but it was sloppy. I, yeah, it was kind of a, I must have, well, whatever happened yesterday, it happened, and I realized that I'm probably going to have to, uh, you know, get off the, uh, any anywhere where I can express myself, except perhaps a book, maybe a, you know, I don't know, I almost have to put myself in isolation in order to not, you know, contaminate people with my existence. You ever felt that way? <laughs> Everybody says, that's exactly how I feel. And how can I see that? Well, I have some gift of sight, so I can see I don't need you on a monitor screen. You know, I'm... Plus, I can be anywhere, too. I mean, I've... How long has it been since my imagination has taken me places and seen things and considered things and learned about things? Oh, no, none of that. Now it's all reaction. Oh, no, this. And then I get away from that. And I got to get away from this. And I got to get away from that. Oh, no, they're saying this. They're lying there. They're doing... Is there any place? No. The entire world is without peace. Most of the world's without peace because they're all liars. So that's easy. That's easy on that one. That's an easy, you know, same as it ever was. I've also noticed that the the churches have been squelched even worse than, you know, than than you know conservative you know speakers or commentators. You know, even though they're never really not a threat. They're really very much pro, you know, but they're getting saltier. They're, it's like God's bringing them back, you know. And uh, so here's, I, I do believe that that process will continue uh, of them coming back, uh, you know, that, that uh, when I say coming back, what I mean is, you know, not conforming, um, you know, you know, you know, being, being born again, meaning born again is, I figured out what it means. Being born again, or saying a born again Christian is false. That's like a political statement. It's bullshit. Yeah, that concept, it's the way we are understanding. We're not understanding it the way that Jesus meant it at that time and talking to Nicodemus. It's, it's different now. Being born again means going back to the to to you know the sons and daughters of the Most High God. Being born again means a person comes into that sight. Now, when you have that sight of God, you have sight of okay. There's a throne. There's all these dimensions. There's all these aspects. There's all these. There isn't just this like you know you, you know uh, monoculture of heaven. That's bullshit. Total. It's a billion times more active than what we're doing now, right? Because you have many more capabilities, and you know there's all kinds of things. You would have to, uh, I guess, be there in an eternal plane versus in a confined plane like this. In a confined situation, though, 
where we know we know that they are allowed to mess with the simulation, which this life has to be because in real reality there's no beginning and no end, right? There's no I was born on this day and then I died on this day and then that's the end of it. There's nothing like that. So that that is here. And the main pursuit of man has been to have eternal life and and that Jesus he said, Don't worry, I have the keys of hell and death. And we could talk about hell and death, you know, another time about uh you know, <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of people that want people in hell forever and they have these personal vendettas, but the keys to hell and death is very interesting. Because it seems like to me the dead really rule over the, the living here. And it's a death culture, but that the people may in fact be dead. They may not really be, you know, it, or not dead, but what I mean is like an inanimate object. You know, and there's a lot of that, you know, echo chambers and, you know, people all of one kind of thing. And you, you try to look at it, you see some pictures of them socializing on Thanksgiving. It, it, something just doesn't look right. You know, there they are. Yeah, there just feels like there's this great disconnect. And, um, and you know, I know that that's... Uh, that's part of this thing that God has like two different species here. And Jesus called them the wheat and the tares, remember? And uh, there's really something to that. And then there's also people who repent. They, their eyes are open and they see. So we can't count anyone out because we don't know. You know, all we can say is, well, that guy went into his grave, hell bound, and, and by Jove, he wasn't going to betray all the people that had to cooperate to get that guy boosted up. So everybody goes hush-hush because nobody wants to ruin the gravy train, even though the gravy train is for very few people compared to the amount. So Bill Gates comes up with an idea, well, we're just going to eliminate a certain amount of people so that it's mainly the gravy train and we're all on the same page. And the problem with that is, of course, you know, you can never, ever the, the, get rid of the, the pure hearts, the meek. The, the God said, uh, most of them are poor. God said, well, the poor will be with you always. You know, the poor, let me, let me just amplify it a little bit. The poor will plague you always, rich people. Always. The poor, you know, who don't know God and who are just living in their own flesh, they hate you, rich people, even if they're your butler. They're just waiting for the time to do you in. Remember, the butler did it. Of course, he hates you more than anyone. And uh, they go, well, if everybody had what they needed, there wouldn't be any of this uh, class strife. Oh, yes, there would. Because someone would figure out how to have like five peanuts and the other guy's got two and he's going to want the five. And that's, and that's just part of the... Uh, why can't they see the light in the darkness? Because they're so worried about the peanuts. They're so worried about the... You know, the, uh, they'll do anything to, 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 to increase their status, even kill somebody. Oh, well, it just so happens. Here's a guy 
with a little contract that would like to sign you up to that sort of thing. And you'll have all the uh, access to all the riches, all the stuff, all the parties, all the fun, all the hot chicks, all the fast cars. Oh, boy. I see that guy Andrew Tate out there, you know, his hot Internet item. And I had to, I had to block. <laughs> I, I didn't want to read any more of his stuff. You know, because he's 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 heading for a tremendous crash. I, I, you know, I, I can see it up ahead. I, you know, they say, pride goeth before a fall. This guy is just about, and I know he's overcompensating because he says, "Look, you can have what I have. Let me teach you." It's like whatever someone says, like, "I'm a millionaire from real estate, and let me teach you how to do what I do." It's easy. Have you ever seen anyone get rich doing that? Ask yourself another question. If you're so rich, buddy, why do you want to teach me a real estate course to become your competition? Ever figured that out? Ever looked at a guy like Tony Robbins and wonder what the hell you were doing thinking about Tony Robbins? We should be focused on Christ. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so the scam's all been exposed. And, and Andrew Tate's the latest. But, I mean, he's like... Here's a guy that he says, I have 32 cars. Ex- I guess exotic, you know, uh, above, you know, you know, custom that manufacturer would make just for him, you know, the, what do you bespoke cars. He's got you know, a couple in production. And he thinks that, you know, riding around in those and buying things and having material things, you know, makes him a real man. You know, that's his, it's a big mistake in his thinking. And I, wonder if anyone else sees the flaw. No, because if you become influenced by a person like that, it's going to be a, that your material things that you have, which is not necessarily in your control, buddy, and me, buddy, we're all buddies. It's not necessarily in your control because God will allow you to have what he allows you to have. Some people rich, some people poor, some people have, you know, but God is a provider of provision. It doesn't mean he's going to, you know, I mean, it, it just means, you know, whatever you're going to have, you're going to have. And, you know, you can work as hard as you want and do everything Andrew Tate. Is it Andrew Tate? I forget now. Everything he says. But anyway, I follow him around for a couple of days. Like I follow around Elon Musk. And uh, the, 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 basically the end all and be all of his pursuits is cars, women, and, you know, uh, you know, crib, you know, home. And to show the world that he is the winner, he beats everybody, and, and if you're not, you know, at least approaching that level, you're a loser. So he calls everybody a loser that isn't able to do the simple things he does to be to to have anything he wants what he wants, so he'll show himself on the internet with two girls in bed and top cigar clothes this that and the other thing to say look, I did all this and you could have it too but l- let me ask you a question do you want all this stuff thirty two cars and lifestyle you know have you know. Uh, 
all these fake women adore you that, that, you know, are just basically gold diggers. I mean, do you want that kind of, all your friends around don't even care about you. They just want to be like you. They want what you have. So they hang around like friends and they're not really friends. They hate you for, you know, putting them down every day. I had, well, because the, 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 a lot of people were going, yeah, that's the kind of, that's, that's, you know, they were revealing themselves that, uh, you know, when people have this kind of attitude, I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you want this, you want to be a millionaire, you want to be, whatever it is. But Jesus comes first. Why? So that if the Lord doesn't give you that, you're not, you know, going to be some bitter person that, feel, you know, because you feel like a loser and you're going to scream at everybody because, you know, Jesus, you know, you're going to get what, you know, the, the only advice I have on, on, on getting through this thing successfully is the more people I see that give it to the Lord, to give it to Jesus, that give their life direction, you know, that don't uh, judge on what they have or don't have. Uh, the Lord fills out that space in. But, I mean, if you have to have all these things and then basically go around boasting about it, um, I'd say there's something very wrong with you. That sounds like someone that's, to me, it sounds like someone very empty, very, uh, you know, that that, that things. I, I mean, really, just think about it. You buy you know, 10 iPads. Great. Well, what after a while, you know, what is it? You know, it's after a while it just gets to be all these things. I mean, what what is? Do you feel close to them? Do you, do they talk to you? Do they hug you? Do they love you? Do they do they help you? No, they don't help anybody. They they're just accoutrements of a sick culture. What what it's going to do in the end? Well, what it's going to do is you, that you could you know stand among men and have to show that you've got to remember in Italy. It's much more interesting because men are, you know, judged in a way like guys like that. I, mean, I just call it materialistic guys. And they're judged basically on, I know this sounds shallow, but it's not the depth of my understanding. But, you know, you, 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 yes, uh, you, you know, some form of education, but, you know, boats, you know, yachts and women. And, of course, cars, you know, Lambos and all that, all of, you know, custom cars and all that, you know. So he goes, he, he's got a a Bugatti Chiron, he says, or, you know, Tate says, he, he, then he has to man, mention it cost me $3.6 And it's like, well, what if it's $40 million? What if it's $100 million? You know, what if it's, you know, Elon has a spacecraft that cost $100 million. It comes, it lands on its own. You can use it again. Uh, you know, you could. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's like uh, people need a certain amount of success to succeed in, in a business or a venture or something God calls you to do. He'll provide that. And if he doesn't provide that, then then that's the end of the business. Then, then, then he's saying, go this way. He's saying, go that way. You know, you learn your lesson or, you know, all of it's about lessons and not really how, if you become the Waltons that, that own Walmart, you can say, well, here's, you know, this is, you know, this is the way. Uh, no, that's not the way. And I think, 
people have that confused. I think people in this world have it confused because of the failure of corruption in the churches. and The churches worship wealthy people, right? They look the other way on their sin because they feel they're going to get donations. So what do we have here? And we also have other examples of success in the Bible. Like we have, you know, Job, I mean, be the, the, you know, restored times seven. That the Lord is going to reveal himself through his people. And that's going to include, well, kings, paupers, sick people, handicapped, uh, you know, and of course, rich and poor, everything in between. He will be represented in every aspect of life. So then we become, in, in a sense, reflections of the Lord when we're, right, when, at our best, right? We reflect God's word and then we reflect the, the, the love of God. That people would be sensing that and, and, and realizing that they need more than just things. Esau had things. He had more concubines than anybody. I mean, you know, back there was, yeah, yeah, Solomon had hundreds of wives and concubines and everything else. It'd be, to me, it just seemed exhausting how much work he had to put in and just keeping track of what women he had. Well, he had it all. He had more than all these guys going around, you know, wanting you to pay them to join up and learn how to be like that yourself. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, he had everything and he lost his kingdom because he became materialistic. How? He got involved with the occult. And the occult, occultism is always a, an act of self. It's always an act, no. It's an act of self. And, um, you know, what it's usually about is, you know, you do, th- you, you kind of play God and you, and you as a sorcerer or a witch or something, you then direct energy and, and spells and things the way you want them to go. The way you think is fair, let's say, if you're very judicious. And, of course, it's bullshit because only God can be the judge and only God can send things. And, and, but, but, but have no fear. God does direct these witches and warlocks and, and sorcerers to, to do his bidding in the end. They always end up doing God's bidding and they don't even know they're doing it, you know, in the end. And so I think God's bringing about a certain, you know, I mean, I definitely feel that we are at the end of one thing and that that's part of the propaganda. But the way of God hasn't changed. The truth hasn't changed, folks. The people have changed. But what they've done, what the Lord has done, is he's revealed them to us. We see how many now are on their side. You don't need to wonder, you know, about the gang stalking and all that. We see the, the networks and the, uh, you know, and the, and, the, and the need for them to find out. I mean, they don't really want to get rid of, you know, patriots so much. I don't think that's it. I think what they're after is they're trying to eliminate God from the earth. The people of God, wherever they would be. And, uh, you know, the, the, the problem I think they have in that is uh, if they started killing, they would have to kill to the last person. And even then they would not be satisfied. 
Even then, they wouldn't be the end of it. They've got to find more people to kill, even though there aren't any more. Because what's wrong with them, with the leaders of this world, is what's wrong in their inside of them, in their hearts and their minds. You know, it's fallen, sick, downward, spiral. They make bad decisions. They've, they hurt people, break things. And then they have to reverse themselves, like they have now with the outrage of the world and all the doctors getting on to the COVID and standing up. And then, you know, the, the, the good people are not that many, but they're still trying to dominate the outer edges that, that confine this argument within the, the new civilization, the new industrial revolution. Wrong. That will not work. That will fail. So, pretty exciting time. I guess you can look at it that way. Again, I've had a lot of you know trouble adjusting to um, all the backward speak and all the you know, people that earnestly believe what they're saying. Uh, you know the rudeness, the hatred, the just sheer uh, cynicism. And, of course, the amount of death is very disconcerting to me because I've never had to deal with it before. And now I am. I'm trying to get ahead of it. Uh, The reason I'm trying to get ahead of it is because I guess it's it's a survival instinct to get out ahead of it so I can go, okay, that's what it is. I get it. I'm going to put it, you know, it's, it's nothing nothing unique. This is, all of this has been prophesied. If, if it continues like this, you know, God will end it. And uh, at the same time, it's prophesied that at the end of time, there would be the return of Christ and the return of, of, of you know, the, the rule by rod of iron which would be the righteous rule of Jesus, which would be the setting straight of all the lawlessness. Now, I think what we're seeing, folks, is that they've come out of the closet and they said, we rule the earth. You don't have any country. You're here. You're under it. So what is this? Well, for us, it's a test. Now, what would it take? Guys, Ben's there cheering on this bone. What would it take for you to uh, sell out? That's the game we're playing. Fear? Fear of being thrown in a death camp? Okay, we can... Let's run that program, Johnny. Okay. That'll get him. Look, there's a few right here. They're ready to bow down to us. Cool. The fear of being bankrupt. Oh, look, we got a lot with that one. Okay, the fear of uh, disease. Oh, we got a lot with that one. Whoa, look at them all. They're coming right on into conformity land, or as we like to call it, shitlandia. <laughs> you know, and, and on and on. So there's that game going on. It's a test. The race is, we're running the race, and we're trying not to give up and trying not to go to the off, trying to stay the course. Suicide's off the table because it would all it. I didn't want to go into the dynamic so much of what it does, but it's like a. It's in a way, 
it's a it's a it's a spiritual setback. And uh, maybe some people need that. I I don't know. I I just I I just would caution against it. No matter how bad you feel, it's still it's still not not the way. Even if you're just lying there, you know, just barely able to function, and um, you know, and uh, they're trying to figure out what to do with you. It would still be better if you could make if you could make it because then you're going to advance. You know, especially. If you're in the Lord, you know what I mean? You're suffering and just gets, you're just getting tired of the suffering, you know, tired of the fight, tired of all this noise around you, of people babbling their nonsense, just tired of diseducation, miseducation, misinformation, disinformation, propaganda, uh, you, you know, uh, obsession with money, you know, uh, uh, you know, litigious, uh, and 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 just on and on and on and on and on and on, just just unhappy people that that want to take it out on each other and blame somebody for their troubles. That's all that woke is. It's just a bunch of people blaming another bunch of people for their troubles and saying, therefore, you know, we should abolish the United States and then take over ourselves or, or whatever it is. Of course, it's always involving taking over as reparations for everything that happened. It's not just the United States, it's the whole world. It involves all colors of skin, and all religions, and all cultures. And all of them have, you know, there are people preaching to all of them, you could get this back, you... You deserve your own country. You deserve your own, you know, whatever. And these people have oppressed you, and we have to rise up against the oppressor. And we're going to win, and you know, God's with us. It just goes on and on and on like that, you know, decade after decade, millennia after millennia, the same thing. People get really, really, really depressed thinking about that. So I have a formula for success. And that formula is is really praise of God. Finding those things that are beautiful in your life and praising God for those things and realize to align yourself with God every day. Just try to get into alignment, get into agreement, get your faith stirred up, get into it. So you go, yeah, God, which way? And you're just like... Oh yeah, world, I'm too busy. God's showing me something over here. And and that that would be a way to um seriously not to, to have joy in the midst of great uh suffering because the suffering is I'm kind of empathic. I feel it. Don't you? You feel that suffering is terrible. And you know, I see it going on 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 you know the left and the right don't, you know, really when you see both of them arguing together, you, you just feel so sorry that you're not talking about something important. You're talking about bickering and lying to each other. And again, seeing all the uh, sort of you know conservatives flocking after Elon Musk, like it's almost like Trump again. And uh, so I, I started you know this campaign of calling Elon Musk the Antichrist. So. Because he, he seems like the Antichrist, you know? Everybody loves him, and he's got all these inventions. He's going to take us to Mars and the moon, and we're going to get out of this thing. And 
you know, then other people say, you know, the reason we're not is because there's a firmament. Like God said, the firmament. And he can't get past that. And my, my, uh, I got two thoughts on this. If there's a firmament and you can't get past it, then uh, that explains one thing. But if uh, there is a getting past it, you know, then my question would be, well, why haven't they done it? Why have they wallowed around here? Why have they, you know, wasted all this time here on Earth then? If they could explore space, why are they here? Why indeed? That's a very good question. Why are they still here? A hundred years ago, we should have been long gone. Ah, there's something to play. Some corruption, some reason why man is stuck on this planet without any recourse. And we got the space shuttle. You know, these things fly in a circle around the, you know, and so have pattern. I've, I've listened to the debate flat earth, round earth for years, and I, I, uh, I, 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 I don't know, I, I, I keep looking at it, and people tell me it's round, and I look at the planets, and I look at it, the more I look at it, the more I really don't know, but I'm not closed off to, to hearing anything, uh, about flat, or, you know, I'm I'm not threatened by it, if that's what you mean. I'd I'd love to prove it to myself. I'd love to fly in my own spaceship and go high enough up to see it. You know, I, it's just that I've had so many issues the last few years that have really kind of taking a toll on my health that, that, you know, I've, I've, you know, and not the least withstanding is COVID and long COVID, you know, long COVID being fatigue, brain fog, uh, and, and apparently you can get this from jab people too, brain fog, a, uh, it may not, and again, I'm not sure we're talking about a virus because <laughs> I've had these and, synthetic uh, viruses before. And they're, you know, so when they're not contagious, folks, you know, as I had the worst flu of my life, it was just a life and death experience. The people who went to the hospital, they all died. I didn't die. But I wasn't contagious either In at the height of it. And should have been, had it been some kind of virus. I said, oh, no. No, me thinks frequency thing. Yeah, and you know they they can turn it on and turn it off. Uh, they have control of a lot more than we think they do. You know, again, managing the simulation. So I get on you, we. I get vexed at the illogic. I get ennui, meaning just tired of 
the same thing every day. Even if I went traveling, it's still the billboard, the freeway, the cafe, the road, the, the parking meter, the, the newsstand, the, you know, the headlines, the, the time ticking away while noticing these same things over and over again and, you know, just repetition everywhere you go, repetition, right? And I get, I get, I get, I know, God, you don't want me to go through this repetition because why repeat is something, unless there's something, I get this, uh, I'm getting cut by the bone or whatever that toy is. Sorry. Uh, the repetition of yeah, the, 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 uh, The, the the pain of repetition, the, the weight of repetition, the propaganda of repetition, the mind control of repetition, the 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 the, the frequency of 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 of, of, uh, of uh, repetition, you know, are leading us into these rote little routines of repetition that. You know, they hope will keep us away from God. I think one true statement would be then, you know, the purpose of this world is to keep people from God. Absolutely. That's, they've done a good job. Anyway, they're not going to keep me away from God because, you know, I had a troubled childhood and God was there. He's always been looking out for me, even when, you know, I'd been in a coma and almost died, I, you know, died for 20 minutes. They didn't have to do that last defibrillating paddles on me. They they should have just called it a day. Why did they do that? They did one last set, and, it, and all of a sudden, my heart started beating again. Why did they do that? God wasn't done, you know, it, it should have been dead. Not a, not a rebuke on me because my tendency was depression and suicide and, you know, scapegoat and black sheep and just, I just felt I was a terrible failure and everything and I just tried to leave and not cause anyone any trouble, just try to, you know, make my exit because it's just over my head. I, you know, nothing was really working out and all they would say to me is, you know, well, you know that uh, you, know, you know Satan wants your soul. I go, well, what good would that do? Giving him your soul or committing suicide? Which would be the better thing? Committing suicide is better than giving your soul. But I don't know anyone that committed suicide who was ever in danger of giving their soul. That wasn't even on the menu. Okay. Yeah, suicide comes from depression and from these brain chemical imbalances. What happens, they get zapped by frequencies, our culture, food, everything. To, to have as low a dopamine as you possibly can, as low brain chemicals as you can, so you stay in a depressed state or go get Prozac. And then once you do that, then they control you with these frequencies. Left, right, we can make them do anything you want. You know, and if you get to be in trouble, they just zap you. Goodbye. Oh, he committed suicide. Oh, that's terrible. Should have taken that drug then.
It says right here on the label, you could become suicidal. Well, that's right. Whenever you mess with brain chemistry, you have that capability. I mean, people have messed with it with, through THC, through amphetamines, through cocaine, through MDMA uh, or Molly, I guess it's called MDMA. Ketamine. There are ketamine clinics here for depression. That's what they're for. Because people go through this ketamine thing with a doctor and they, they notice the benefits uh, are tremendous uh, spiritually. And I'm, I'm kind of like, well, anything like that I would have to give to the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm all about, uh, you know, going by prayer for intuition, for guidance to, to, to have the right supplements and the right, the right thing. I don't like getting into a negative spiral about the world. You know, it's, it's, uh, if this is really going to be it, okay, then you will start to see even people on the totalitarian side, you know, the left, the commie, the Democrat, the this, the that, the other, the scientist, you know, the, the, uh, the woke, those people will start questioning their society and their, their situation. And uh, you'll see a, a, a huge... I believe it, it has to be a, a revival of, of Christ. It's got to be. I, I just don't see, you know, any other thing, any other God, any other book, any other, anything else that actually is that, uh, that connection, that, 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 um, that, uh, That line to the Almighty, that that uh, I just don't see any other thing out there. That's that's you know, uh, I see there's cults out there. There's you know other religions, other gods, this and that. It's, but they don't really amount to the same thing. And at the end of the day, we also know that we, uh, you know, that we're being given this situation and see how we do. So they're watching. And um, I can't tell you who they is, though. (laughs) I can tell you that when I started today, I had a full hour of, of kind of losing it. Not, not, I wouldn't say losing it, you know, but, but understanding how hard it is to exist in a double-speak world. That would be, you know, that suddenly was double-speak. Suddenly was this, this, you know, um, Trump lost the election and Carrie Lake lost the election or wherever the, these people had beefs or discrepancies. And then you look at the data and you realize they didn't, that they had a reason to, 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 to raise their voices. And then you see the answer of society just basically wanting to bludgeon to death. And the last time I've seen that is on the, in the movies regarding medieval societies who wanted to see the killing done right in the public square. Something like Mel Gibson in, in Braveheart. 
being drawn and quartered in front of everybody. And they were all lined up to see it. They couldn't wait to see it. You know, with the idea that uh, somehow anyone that wanted freedom should learn from this lesson of what happened to, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to Wallace there in the, uh, in the, in the courtyard. That, that should stop him. That should make Scotland settle down. And uh, <laughs> so how would you get to have that great attitude? Well, if your attitude is great but fake, it'd be better for you to have a bad attitude. Fake? You know where fake leads? When people are fake, and I know we do this, I, I've, I was trained to be, uh, you know, to schmooze. And Social media is kind of a schmoozing thing, huh? And so when we do that, uh, we feel bad. Maybe not up front in our head, but in our hearts and in our in, innards, you know, we feel uh, insecure. We, we know those people are not our friends. We know if we were really honest with them, they would all avoid us and, and, and run away. We know it's based on dishonesty. You know, that's probably why it exists. It furthers the idea, it's okay to be dishonest here now, finally. <laughs> and we're all participating in it. Anyway, I thank you for, uh, for tuning in. I'm, I'm um, you know, this is the flawed individual trying desperately to find some answer you know to the uh, John 1 riddle and with that uh, what do I have here okay. with that I bid you shalom and I will be back for another rip roaring up. Well, I think this is chiropractic for the, uh, you know, you get out there today, you realize that you're okay, right? I'm okay. Um, they're not okay. <laughs> if if they live on lying and cheating and and you know, lining up with totalitarians and white people thrown in jail and not having them have a due process or a vote. There's something really wrong with people like that. And, uh, you know, and we're dealing with it right now. And people say, well, there's a lot of people who think we're going to get beyond it. I, you know, if you've got 10, 10 or 20 years, I don't know, take some time. How, how would you get around it? <laughs> Not sure it's that easy. But um, anyway, uh, 
Okay, I'll see you next time. Uh, <clears throat> I wish, you know what I wish I could do is push a button and everything would be just like perfect. Like like an adjustment in your head and your soul and your spirit. Boom. I, you know, because there's nothing really wrong. The only thing wrong is these people have gotten to me a bit who have said these lies and they and they keep doing it. They keep making a contradiction. If you say, well, wait a second, which one is true? And then it's like, oh, that sounds racist. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah.